everyone, welcome back to the new season of the Search Podcast. I'm Elliot Manning. I'm the Managing Director of Cayman Recruitment. We're a specialist rec to rec in the UK and US. Hope you enjoy the show. Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Search Podcast. Uh, this week I am joined by Pat Waits. Pat, I've known for many, many years, um, set up his own business, but I'll, uh, I'll let you tell them a bit, a bit more about yourself. Yeah, cheers, uh, cheers Elliot. Um, yeah, so we set up, been doing, well, let's start from the beginning, been doing recruitment for just, I realised this year is the 10th year. Amazing. Uh, so I didn't know it was... Didn't know as long as I didn't know that old. Um, um, but yeah, I've been doing recruitment for 10 years. Um, and just over two years ago, so February 2019, um, well, back in 2018, but 2019, we actually started Coltech. Um, yeah. Decided to start, we've been, obviously been reasonably successful in a, in a couple of businesses that I worked for. I think it got to a certain age or a certain point where I thought um, now's the now's the right time to to set up. Um, what made to... you want to do it though, Pat? What, what, what point did you sit there and think this is this is for me? Like I, I definitely want to run my own recruitment company. I'm, I know I know you had a really successful background and you you know you had amazing billings, you know really strong track record. Is that what gave you the push, or is it just no? no? Uh, I, I didn't. I never wanted to. <laughs> so I mean, when I left East Synergy originally, I spoke to you. Um, yeah. and said oh look uh, this is what we're going to do and you said well why don't you just set up I mean, we had a similar conversation to that and said no it's not for me um, joined another business worked there learned some really good processes and, and everything else it was probably yeah. um, no, no, it was a really really good grounding for me learned how to build a team and everything else um, I think someone just, and then uh, then it turned out about a couple of years after that um, I think someone in a, maybe a pub or a conversation I had with someone you should do this on your own why don't you? And I thought, oh, yeah, actually. And then it just sort of just dawned on me, well, maybe I could. It took quite a lot of months to sort of try to convince myself, is it the right idea? Because, um, yeah. yeah, I just wasn't sure, really, really wasn't sure. And then it just, I think it was, it just got to a point and said, look, you might as well just do it now or never. I think I got to a certain level in my career at the business that I was at where I might not get much further. Um, yeah, close. Or it would take me a really, really long time to get to where I felt that I should be. So um, it was either sort of sit, be there, work for someone else, uh, or just take the jump and go on my own. And then I thought, I just had a conversation with the missus and said, uh, I'm going to do this. But if we do it, I'm going to have to move home back to my mum's because I'm not going to be able to afford to live in the house anymore. Uh, so that was the deciding factor, basically, whether my partner would say yes or no to um, moving back to my mum's. Luckily, she said yes. Yeah. Um, so that was it. Moved back to my mum's and, and started. So, in a short answer to or a shorter answer to the question, yeah. uh, it was just a decision. Someone said, "Go ahead. Why don't you try?" Six months of thinking about it, and then um, finally, my partner was like, "Yeah, we'll just do it because it's going to make you happy." So that was it. Um, what was you? What was you like? I wouldn't say scared, but like everyone's got that kind of the the. And I had it, the worry and the taking that leap to to doing that, and you massively. You know, you just said you sacrificed a lot to make it work yeah. for you. But what were you, I'm going to use the word, but it might be the wrong. What was you worried about? What was the fear of it? Money. Yeah. I was earning decent money, but I didn't save any of it because I'm an yeah. idiot. Um, so 
um, it was like, right, if I do start my own business, I've got overheads. Yeah. And they need to be covered somehow. Um, and I didn't, and it like genuinely didn't have enough money to probably last me a month, two months. Yeah. Um, so it was like, oh, if I'm going to start my own business, I need to start doing deals immediately. Um, yeah, yeah. Like we need to start making money. So um, that was probably one of the faults. And then, uh, yeah, obviously then when we decided to move home, that cut quite a lot of my costs down. So it was like, all right, we could probably do it. Um, and then, yeah, once once that sort of burden was taken off me, it was then a bit, a bit of a no-brainer, just sort of back yeah, to myself. Yeah. Um, started the business, obviously it wasn't just me, it was my business partner, Matt. Um, he helped me out a lot at the beginning as well. Um, that was with confidence of doing it, you know, joining was, I wouldn't have been able to do it on my own. So yeah, yeah. starting with, uh, with a co-founder was, um, was, was amazing. And he's been amazing for that personally for me from the beginning as well. Um, so that gave me the confidence to be able to do it, to have someone with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he was pretty decent in recruitment himself. So, uh, <laughs> so brilliant, it, it basically, yeah, helped me think to myself, actually, yeah, this probably will be a success if we're doing it together. So brilliant. So you've, you've basically just outlined the story that I, I, I love to hear. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's many people that have had to kind of really sacrifice a lot to make it work for them. But when you look back on it now, how, how far into it did you say you were in the business? Doing a bit, yeah. So it's two years in February. And where are you at now in, in terms of from being, you know, from then to, to now? Like, how do you feel about it? Like, you must look back on it and think, no, like, it's the best thing you've ever done, right? Yeah, it's the best decision I've ever made. Um, genuinely. Uh there's been a couple of tight points. Yeah. I thought, oh, there's never, but never a thought of, oh no, we made the right decision. Literally from day one, um, when we sat in our little, uh, we got an office above a gym in Brentwood. Yeah. Um, it was a, we thought it was really cool, but looking yeah. back, it is really shit. Um, <laughs> it was literally as wide as two desks. No, but no, the, you've got to start uh, somewhere, right? On the first day, well, it had an outdoor swimming pool which we thought was good, but we started in this winter, so we couldn't use it. And we moved ahead <laughs> the summer starts. We yeah. never actually got to use that. Um, but yeah, from the first day we were sitting in the office, I knew it was the, it was the right decision to make. Um, and then since then, yeah, all the ups and downs and everything else is just, just part of it. Um, yeah, and we're in a pretty decent position now as a business. Uh, we've grown like, pretty well. So uh, yeah, it definitely was the right decision for me. So every recruiter that I speak to that has been in a position where they've built, you know, half a million quid a year, you know, and they're really successful, you know, you kind of then as a rhetoric question, like, why don't you just kind of do this for yourself? You know, because if you're going to leave a job and go somewhere else, you're technically in essence, you know, you're going to start again and yeah. you're going to rebuild and you're going to have to kind of start from scratch. At that point, you know, you've got to question that aspect to it. But if you wouldn't have set up your own business, where do you think you would be now? If you were yeah. recruitment companies setting it up, would you want to be a director? Like, where would you would want been, to start? Yeah, well, I would have probably still been not much off what I was exactly what I was doing in the in the first place. Yeah, what I was doing when I left my my previous company. And do you um, see something wrong with that in terms of like you know because obviously there's a lot of recruiters that have chosen no, to do that. No, not at all. So I don't think there's anything wrong with. Well, I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with with starting in a business and going through and becoming a director and working within a company because I've started one. So hopefully everyone yeah. who works me stays working with me and doesn't leave me to start around. Yeah. I think there's certain, certain um, things, certain, certain personality traits maybe, or certain things that, um, that are about people that might, for me, after thinking about it, that was never going to be enough. Yeah. Working with someone like doing that, going there, working with someone. I don't, I want to do my own thing. I have my own ideas about how I want to go about doing things. 
Um, I was in a larger business, so sort of what how I wanted to do things probably weren't wouldn't have gone with what they wanted to do, for instance. Oh. So I would never have really. Been, I would have always been been directed by someone else, even if I was a director. Yeah, I'd of course. Been at the mercy of the ideas of whoever owns the business or the people above me. Wow. Um, so for me, it was it was the right choice. Um, I think it's really good for. I've been doing recruitment for eight years before I started my own business. Yeah. So um, it's not something I think that anyone with like two or three, four years experience, it might be right for certain people, but I think staying within a company, growing through that company, seeing the ups and downs, growing a team, learning how to, how to manage different personalities, having someone above you to help you do that. So you'd have a director or an owner above you is a really good thing. Yeah. Uh, and and I, as, I, as I mentioned at the beginning, working at my previous company, helped me and molded me a hell of a lot more sure. uh, without doing that i wouldn't be able to be doing what i'm doing now so i think right. i'm really, really grateful to them so yeah i feel like a lot of recruiters you know can sit there and think do you know what setting up a business is, is easy right in recruitment you know i'm a good biller i'm just going to bill i'm going to make loads of money um i don't want it is a phone and a computer and i can crack yeah. on but what they don't realize is that when you want to scale that and you want to actually stop it from being a lifestyle to an actual business that has actually got value and, you know, it's got growth potential. That is a whole different world, right? You know, and how did you get around learning? Did you do any courses in business management and business growth, financials? Like, did you help yourself in any way? No, um, listen to a lot of podcasts, yeah. um, which probably everyone does. Um, we got, so as soon as we knew we were starting, we got an advisor. Um, straight away to um, who's been amazing for us, like to, to help us to, to get an understanding of that. Because at first, the RBLC that you're part of, yeah, we're part of the yeah, So Gary's, Gary's our advisor, um, and he's been yeah, unbelievable for us. And then obviously gave us then connections to other people that like accountants. So we got a CFO, a CFO that's probably the best in the market. Dan, um, he's. Um, I never really like having conversations with him because I always get told off. But yeah. he, <laughs> but having all that, so what like, yeah, as you say, the um, the planning, the structure of a business, how to forecast, how to when when to hire, so on and so forth. I, I had no clue um, yeah. on what to do, how to do that. So I would suggest to anyone who starts a business, if it, you do just want it to like, if you do think there's certain people having certain clients and like you know I could do this on my own and I could just have a lifestyle business and work when I want, that's completely fine. But as I say, as I mentioned, for me, it was all about let's create something really, really good. Yeah. Um, let's do something that other people haven't maybe, or let's try and scale quicker than others have. And how do we do that? We have to get the best team around you. And yeah, so we, we managed, we got ourselves the, the best advisors that we can. Um, yeah, I think you've done unbelievable with that, mate. And the thing is, is that, look, you know, I, I'm I'm on the other side. I'm with the TRN lot, you know, and ultimately, <laughs> so we're, we're, we're on different paths. But I've done yeah. it for the same reasons that, you know, it helps me, it educates me, it guides me. No matter where you think you can get to, you can always get further and get more help. Being part of a network in, any, in anything in life is really good. So if you've got issues outside of work, like take work out of it, you go to your group of mates and say, oh, this is what's going on. Yeah, what's that great bar? You should do this or do that. Um, it's just exactly the same with us with the pirates with the RDLC. We've got 300, 400, whatever it is, CEOs, directors, MDs, whatever within the group. So if you've ever got any sort of oh, this issue has come up at work today, you've got a load of mates who just come in straight away and give you advice. So it's been invaluable for us. 
um, and we wouldn't be where we are without having the right, you know, the right, yeah, definitely. right network behind us. So um, regardless of what network it is, probably the best one's the RDLC, obviously. Um, <laughs> I would I would suggest to anyone to who's starting a business to get people around you that know what they're doing. Yeah, always, um, all day long. It's, it, it's, as I say, it's helped us go from zero to where we are now in a reasonably quick time. People are scared to spend the money and they're worried about where it's going to go to as a cost because it could be in their pocket. But at the end of the day, that is they're investing in your future. Um, and look where it's, you know, it's got you guys, you know, ultimately. Um, and anyone that's in part of these groups, it really helps out. You don't have to, you know, and I do what I have been asking this question on these podcasts is, you know, where did you learn your skills from? Where did you learn how to manage a business? Because not everyone went, I didn't go to university, you know, to learn how to do that. And it's literally one of the answers is, is probably get, get involved in a group where you've got the right people sitting around you. Yeah. Um, you have helps. to have the right mentors and the right people around you to, to advise you. Because yeah. even if you did go to university to do this, no one knows everything. Yeah. Uh, and there'll be things that pop up. So it didn't even be, you know, I, I left school at 16, so I'm, you know, I'm yeah. not, not the, the brightest spark in the box or whatever. So that's not even the saying. So that's how stupid. We'll go, we'll go with that because <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> but, um, no, but, but I might have advice for someone else who's got yeah, a large cool. been running for ages. When we were a smaller business, we might have different sole problems that maybe a larger business might not might not have come no, up. Definitely. So it, it, it's, it's amazing. And I, I can't um, recommend having a group or mentors behind you enough. Last year, Pat, last year with, with the whole COVID breakdown, you know, you've just come and, you know, you're just getting going in your business and then all of a sudden you just kind of get smashed with this whole yeah. situation that we're all in. Did that scare the shit out of you with regards to what's going to happen or did you just put your head down and crack on and everything worked by itself out? Well, last year I had a healthy ginger beard. Uh, it's nice. now uh, got quite large patches of grey. Um, <laughs> last year, so... Yeah. As I mentioned earlier, I moved back to my mum, mum and dad's house with my with my partner um, when we started the business. First year went went well, um, so, uh, and then uh, my partner got pregnant. Um, at nice. the, Congrats, yeah, mate. Yeah, back end of two thousand and nineteen. Yeah. Um, so he's like, right, we need to move back to the house. Um, so we decided, right, when you're going to do some building works on it, so. We'll, renovate the house, do an extension at the back and a loft and so on and so forth and do all this work, brilliant. Um, then March, we started the work in March last year. Yeah. Then obviously uh, the country shut down and everything else. Um, still trying to get the works done, couldn't get any material. So that was all going on, which was a stress because there was now a timeline that we had to be in this house because there was a baby coming and uh, yeah. we couldn't move with my mum's. Um, then obviously business, we lost a couple of big, big clients at the beginning of the uh, of COVID. So we get rid of all contractors um, and we're a contract heavy business. So that um, was another worry. Um, we just then got our head down and just said, right, you know, it was just, we scaled it back down to me and Matt again. Uh, and just really uh, just got our heads down and just worked as hard as we possibly could. Yeah. Managed to land a, a, a piece of work to build a team for a uh, government department who was building a carer. Um, yeah, what do you guys specialise in, Pat? What, what is projects uh, for? It's all around software development and cloud yeah. projects, basically. But we, what we what we've what we've gone to do is rather than um, ones and twos, yeah, project work. 
So it will be, you know, a big ticket, right? We need to, we're building it. So for instance, this is one where was mentioned for the government department. We're building a, uh, a recruitment platform for carers to get, join socialcare.co.uk, it's called. So yeah. we put a team together for that. There's 20 people. and put a team together for that uh, on a statement of work. And so that's what we do for all our clients now. We'll do like, you know, statement of work pieces, placing project teams. And it's usually around sort of cross-functional teams for development or cloud. Um, and that's, and, and then even in, Perm, it will be uh, bundle deals or you know talent as a service where we'll build a whole uh, whole technology team. We don't really look at one and twos uh, as a, as a thing. It's all about teams, uh, uh, team building and project based work. What we focus yeah. on. So, what's the plan this year, next year? Where, where do you see yourself going with the business? I know that you've got a hell of a lot of work on at the minute. You know, we're working together with some bits, and ultimately, it's, it's exciting times for you to sort of restart. You know, this big growth phase yeah. that you're going through. We start, obviously, it seems that, that obviously following COVID, it's obviously the, the bounce back's been amazing. Yeah. Every business in the in the country is having record quarters, record months, yeah. record, uh, record whatever, half years. So um, and we're not different. We're looking to grow. Uh, we have grown quite significantly this year. And yeah. We're looking to continue to do so. So um, we're probably going to double the headcount by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, we've got some pretty... Uh, can't really think of the word, but pretty big um, targets in terms of revenue that we and, and profits that we want to try and get to. Yeah. Um, we've we've booked flights yesterday actually to Boston uh, yeah. in November to sort of, to sort our office out there. Yeah. Um, so that's planned. So so expansion into the U, the US, um, doing a lot more work in Europe. Uh, yeah, just basically trying to continue to grow. Um, I think we've um, we've got a good foundation now as a business, um, and yeah, the, the plans for us is to is just to is to keep growing and keep doing really. So staff wise, what do you want from those listening in? Any of the recruiters out there that are, you know, whether they're you know in a role or want to get some advice from you, you know, what's what what do you want to see? Who do you employ? Who what kind of people do you want in your business? I suppose it's like the cliche, but. Um, we 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 work really really hard as yeah. a company. So the we won't go into the numbers and everything else, but the what we do for the company of our size is there's businesses double or triple the size of us that don't can't compete um, in terms of the placements and the, and the companies that we're working with. So oh, we, yeah, so it's exceptional. Yeah, we want um, extremely. We want people that are just probably that same sort of mindset of us that we just want to grow. They want to develop yeah. their career. Um, want to be part of a business that is going places and be a part of that journey. Yeah. Not scared of working hard. Um, we're not a, and I will say it, we're not an office dog beanbag, um, you know, walking in with your cappuccino in the morning and sort of chilling out uh, yeah. type business. Um, we're, we're a hard working company. We're in the office. Um, we want people that are, that are willing to, you know, put the shift in and, but get rewarded for that. Um, Tenacity is really important. Um, just we spoke earlier about one of the someone that's um, we, we've got from you that's really impressive impressed me with their tenacity and their and their will to to succeed. Um, and that, and that's, that's pretty much it. Um, it's not a hard job recruitment. It's like obviously it, well, it is, but you need just you have to have the right attitude. And that's yeah, all. you've got the right platform for it as well. Yeah. As you were saying with this particular guy, you know, he's coming into an abundance of work that you've actually spent all this time trying to build and put together. Yeah. So he's got the ability now and, you know, anyone has to put 
you know, through 50 yeah. to 100 K worth of deals a month, which you can't do any in most places. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, yeah. So yeah, that particular guy's second month is probably gonna do 50 K's worth of billings minimum. Yeah. More. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just the, the attitude is the most important thing. Um, great, we great. hire purely on attitude, long story short. Um, if you've got the right attitude, then you can succeed. If because we, as you mentioned, we've got the platform. With we're, we're working with clients where we've yeah. got more work than we can handle, um, and the structure of the business is is all around sort of one hundred and eighty, so business development or account management and delivery. Brilliant. So, um, if there's any business development uh, consultants out there, yeah, um, reach out definitely. People, uh, people that are looking just purely to do the sales side of the business or, or, of recruitment or, or staffing, or then um, then let me know because um, yeah, we're keen to speak. No, look, if those are listening in, you know, want to have a chat with, with, with yourself, Pat, I'll, I'll make sure that they talk to you directly and go through any questions that they have. If anyone wants to start a business, you know, and they're not sure on what to do, how to do it, you know, there's some definitely some real value in this call, that, you know, this podcast yeah. rather that we've had so that they can talk to you and ask you some questions and yeah. point them in the right direction. I'm sure you'll send them over to the RDLC. Um, and I'll send them over to TRN and uh, we'll see how we get on. But yeah. no, look, Pat, look, I, I really appreciate your time, mate. And everything you said is extremely insightful, inspirational, and the story that you've actually sacrificed and what you did to go and do your, you know, get to where you are now is, is just, is just unreal. Um, so, you know, fair play to you, mate. And I really can see the success. I was going to switch you to best of luck, but you don't need it. You've got it all there on a the plate. Um, but hopefully we can continue, you know, with what we're doing yeah. together and working with you. So I'm sure we'll speak, but again, mate, thank you very much for your time. No worries at all. I appreciate it. Thanks for inviting me on. And My um, pleasure. if anyone um, ever does want to get in touch, then yeah, I'm available on LinkedIn. Good. I'll make sure they get your link. It's all good, mate. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Cheers, mate. 